Welcome back, everybody. This is the Take Control Podcast. You got Brandy here. Hey, this is Darielle. And Lynn is not with us today. She is out of town for work, but she is here in spirit. Hey, girl. Uh, let's just jump right into it. The weekend. It was a busy weekend. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, we had the Columbus Podcast Awards this weekend. Um, that turned out great. I got some things to say about that, but I'll wait till the end <laughs> of the show. Uh, shout out to what we talking about. They had their live show at Buns and Brews. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> I did not make it. Sorry, guys, but I heard it was a great turnout per usual. Yes, it was really good and funny. Um, I really enjoyed it. I'm just so proud of those guys. <laughs> I thought like you had some more to say. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yes, guys, super proud of y'all. Um, I do have a couple shout outs this week. I want to shout out Sugar Pies Cupcakes. Um, if you guys are looking for desserts, go follow her IG page. It is Sugar Pies. Her email is sugarpiecupcakes at gmail.com. Website is the same. It is sugarpies.com. I also want to shout out foreign exchange extensions. Ladies, I bought some bundles this weekend. Did you like them? They are bomb. I'm still making my wig. but um, Oh, I want to <laughs> get some hair from her so bad. Yeah, it's really good quality hair. Like, you can tell, like, it doesn't get thin at the ends. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the same texture throughout. It's really, really nice. I can't wait to finish my wig. Um. Yeah, shout out to her. She has specials when you buy, I believe, three bundles or more. You get 10% off or $10 off, something like that. But I will post her on my IG so that you guys can follow her page. Do not forget to follow us on our social media. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Our Facebook group is Take Control Podcast. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. And our email is Podcast at gmail.com. Daryl, you got to I said what I said this week. Okay, so I just came across something, and it says, When we stretch ourselves too thin, we end up sharing a piece of ourselves with too many people, then wonder why we don't have peace in our lives. Sometimes a no to everyone else is a yes to yourself, and that's more than okay. It's necessary. So tell them motherfuckers, nah. (laughs) And that's what I said. That is a word. That's so true. I feel like that's my life right now. Hmm. I feel like that's my life. Definitely. Um, My self-care tip for this week, guys, is very simple and straight to the point. I want you to go to the doctor, get your checkups, listen to your body. If something feels off, it probably is. Um, Quick moment of transparency. I had went to my doctor just to get my yearly follow-up, and they thought they had seen some precancerous cells in my cervix. Scared me half to death. Um, had to get additional testing done, but everything came back normal. Praise God. God. But yes, um, ladies, make sure you go to the doctor. Make sure you are on your doctors about getting your pap smears because they don't do them every year anymore. They only do them every three years. And they do not check for everything. Make them motherfuckers, okay? Yes. If you, um, are sexually active and you need to get tested, make sure you tell them you want to be tested for everything that is all of the STDs under the sun, because if you don't request certain ones, they will not test you. Fellas, do the same. Don't just wait for your girl or your 
partner or whatever the case to be like, oh, I'm good. And then you think you good. Go and get tested. Um, listen to the signs of your body. Like I'm really starting to notice that my body will shut down. Like if I'm not getting proper sleep, I can feel it. And <clears throat> I'm learning to just listen to my body. So that's my self-care tip for today. And we are going to go ahead and get into these topics. Uh, What's the first thing we got on the list? Oh, I'm doing everything but looking. <laughs> All right. So I really don't want to talk about this without Lynn, but okay. So <laughs> a year ago, we all, um, do you remember what episode it was? I think it was I Love All My Soulmates. I posted it a couple weeks back. Yeah. So a year ago, we all sat here on a show. And we talked about who will find love first. And Lynn put a reminder in her phone to check back in a year later. Well, that year has come. <laughs> and who bought love first? Was it no me? one. <laughs> it's not all the way true, but... <laughs> I mean, yes, I have a relationship, but I'm not in love. I mean, things happen over time. You know, it's still new. So, yeah. you know, no one has found love. I'm pretty sure that we predicted correctly, though. I thought we said that you were going to be the first one. No. I think me and Lynn said you. Oh, well, <laughs> no. And then I think you said me. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> <laughs> we should have bet. Who would have known? Because I was so anti-relationship and commitment. Right. And I don't even think I was dating back then. Like, I would not go on you dates weren't. whatsoever. You were not That's going all on we talked about for nothing. like a month straight. How I hated to go on dates. Yeah. Now look at me. Yep. Just glowing. And, and looking happy. <laughs> hmm. She's rolling her eyes. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> because the guys definitely busted me out at the show. Because they was like, anybody here in a relationship? And I'm just sitting there like. <laughs> and they're like, Darielle, that's all you talk about on Twitter. I'm like, damn. Like, I'm trying to be low key. Y'all just want to bust a nigga out. Like, did they really do that? They really did that. <laughs> I've been mad. The disrespect. But no, I'm really, really happy for you. Like, I'm glad that you stepped out because for a minute you was like, no, I'm not I'm not dating. I'm not doing none of that. And you're in a good space. Yeah, but it's still, I hate these niggas every day, though. I mean, that's not going to change. Period. <laughs> All right, so what are, oh, you snuck this on here? Mm-hmm. What are, some of your, what are some of your biggest fears in life and in love? Ooh. I think a big fear of mine in life is just never growing. Because mm. I feel like sometimes, you know, I'm getting there and then I kind of get pulled back a little bit. Yeah. So I get worried, like, will I ever completely change? Yeah. And I think in love, putting my all and my trust in somebody just to find out I'm getting played. It's a real thing. And I fear being on snapped one day because <laughs> you know i got my emotions under control as of now but like you know everybody got a breaking point yeah that's a real thing uh for me i feel like one of my bigger fears in life is just always feeling stuck that's something i kind of struggle with um from time to time just I feel like I'm not progressing. Um, 
usually kind of happens around my period so I could just be going crazy I'm not sure <laughs> but yeah just feeling stuck and my health declining I think is a real big fear for me um as far as just life fears love I think the only thing I really fear about love is just maybe like not getting it right mm-hmm. like if I just keep fucking it up I know some kind of way yeah Cause I love to fuck up a good thing and on accident though. <laughs> <laughs> it's never on purpose. It's just you know, it's how it goes. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I feel like now I'm in a place where it's just like I really don't have tolerance for certain things, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to focus on forgiveness um just in general and not be so hard on people so I just I kind of just fear that like I might take someone's flaws and just be like I'm not doing this and miss out on something yeah so it's one of those things I guess you just kind of gotta like cross that bridge when you come to it yeah I I really hate not knowing like people's place in your life or yeah. like what their intentions are or if they're how long they're meant to be around like how do you know when you find the one like that's so scary to me yeah because I, I felt like I found that before and if that didn't work out but then I always wonder like was that a mistake did I not try hard enough or was it meant to be what it is like what's like I fear never finding yeah. like the one again and settling down you know it's funny I was listening to um, quick shout out to that's why we're single and they were talking about that on their recent episode like how do you know when you found the right person mm-hmm. um I don't I don't know because I feel like the only thing you have to compare it to is like old feelings mm-hmm. from like previous relationships how you felt in the beginning or whatever the case may be so I don't know if I really would recognize what that new feeling or emotion looks like if it's the right person um I think it's interesting because I was I was thinking about this on the way here. Like, you know how we were younger, you would break up with people and you would just be down in the dumps. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, oh, my God, my life is over. Yeah. I'm happy that I'm in a place now where it's like, okay, I can appreciate what you were for me in that moment. And I can just move on peacefully. And it's no like I'm sad about it. I'm stressed out about it. I'm losing sleep. I'm crying. I'm so glad I'm not in that place. It's like, okay, you were here for your season. Right. I appreciate you. I think for me, like, during the process, I'm like, I mean, I'm just going with the flow. We'll see where it goes. I'm not really trying to control it or stress about it. But, like, when things don't go right, I do tend to be sad in my feelings. Just because I'm just an emotional person and I really put my all into into people. But, like, so I'm going to be sad regardless, but I'm going to be good. (laughs) But, like, I know moving forward, like, I'm never going to be acting crazy about nothing. Like, if we break up, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. So. I know I went, like, you know, recent, like, within the last year dating and stuff like that. Like, you kind of go through the motions when you're still kind of talking to that person and Mm y'all heading towards the end. But once I break, it's like a clean break. And it's like. I'm good. I wish, but I think that's because we tend to break when we know we're just like enough. Yeah, like we don't just oh we mad today. Let's just end it. Like we know like when it's time to go, we know we're ready. Yeah, you could be right about that. I don't know. 
I don't know. I think I'm in a good place, though, when it comes to, like, dating. I feel like, although I'm not dating, like, I think when I finally do start, mm-hmm. I'll be ready for whatever comes. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. <sighs> it's life. <laughs> it's rough. It's really rough out here, man. Life. So, speaking of feelings and emotions, how do you handle it, like, when a guy doesn't express himself or he doesn't talk about his feelings like why do men hate talking about their feelings <laughs> i mean so i got this from the podcast brothers i think men kind of just like pick their battles mm. and choose like you know i don't want to argue about this right now or maybe they take time to like process their feelings before they speak on it mm-hmm. and women we just kind of react right then and there but like I just I wish men would be more open to talking out shit because it's like don't wait until you're mad to say how you feel. Yeah. Like sometimes in every conversation doesn't have to be a big deal. It's just like let's put our feelings on the table, let's discuss it and move forward. But they take it as oh we nagging, oh we trying to argue. I'm not trying to argue. I just want to talk it out. Just so you know where I'm coming from, I know where you coming from and we can fix it. Yeah. I think that's true. That's definitely true. Because there's been times where it's like, I'm not mad. Like, I'm just trying to get an understanding mm-hmm. to make sure we're on the same page. And it's like, oh, you doing this, you doing that, you don't No. Like, I'm literally just, like you said, trying to have a conversation about certain things. Um, I just, you know, I wish that... I wish that men would um, speak on... When they're happy like when when they're in a good space mm, yes that's that's i think for me is more important because i think that's just across the board with people we tend to want to speak up when we're pissed off you know right. what i mean and i'm one of the type i'm the type of person where you can't just tell me what's wrong like i also need to know what's right where's the affirmation for me um and i find that like a lot of men don't really say like I'm happy right now. Like I'm in a happy space with yeah. you or in my life in general or whatever the case may be. It's crazy. You say that because I just literally said that to somebody like, I always hear about what I don't do. Right. What about the good stuff? Mm. You know, like, and I don't try to be like, I think it's like super toxic to be like, Oh, I need reinsurance all the time. But mm-hmm. I, sometimes I do like, how you feeling are you happy are you satisfied am i doing everything you want me to do like i need to know that stuff mm-hmm. and i don't think niggas understand that it's just kind of like if i don't say anything everything good but like nah nigga i need you to be like <laughs> you know i'm proud of you i see you working hard i'm so happy i appreciate it. i need to hear all of that shit yeah. like my friends hype me like no fucking other and my kids hype me like no other i need my man to have that same energy yeah that's a different feeling. I, I was dating a guy that he would have those conversations with me, like, just about how he was feeling mm-hmm. and asking me how I felt about different things. I won't go into detail, but it was like, this is kind of refreshing, like, to it's actually refreshing. be able to just have conversation, yeah. you know what I mean? And really, like, kind of just dig into each other about how you're feeling about life or relationships or whatever the case may be, whatever mm-hmm. you're talking about at the time. But I wish more men would do that, just kind of just be more open about how they feel just in general. It doesn't necessarily have to be about us, but just 
how you're feeling. Right. And I had somebody tell me one time, like, I mean, you should just, it's, it's all about my actions. Like, you, it is about actions. But like, like you said, your love language is words of affirmation. Mine is too. And I need those words, but you can back them up with actions. Right. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Right. And then my thing is, is why are you so comfortable with telling me what I did wrong all the time? Right. Like, that would just make me, qu- well, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, I I need you to speak on the good things too, please. I think fellas, please, 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 like hype your girl up, make her feel happy, make her feel special. You know, tell her she's doing a good job. Yeah. So I seen this post on Twitter. And this girl was saying how it's stupid to put a hundred percent of your trust into a man. Do you agree with that? Hmm. Mm. Do I think it's stupid? No. I don't think it's stupid. Um, I think as a woman, if I'm being 100% honest, if I was able to get to a point of tearing down my own walls to be 100% trusting of a man, like, mm-hmm. that feeling has to be unimaginable. Mm-hmm. Like. I imagine that's who what my husband would be, the person I can one hundred percent trust where I don't really have to have a plan B. Right. Like I don't feel like I've ever been in a relationship or any kind of experience with a man where I didn't have a plan B, whereas like not necessarily another person, but if this doesn't work out, where does that leave me? Right. You know what I mean? Like living with somebody, it's like, okay, make sure you have money in your savings if this don't go right you can leave and you won't be uncomfortable or, you know, don't allow a man to do X, Y, and Z because you don't want to hold, you don't want him to hold that to you. Like, Oh, I did this, this, and this for you. Like it's always some kind of plan. B. Mm. So I think if I could be in a space where somebody made me feel like I could 100% put my trust in them, like that has to be you. a very relaxing <laughs> feeling. Like I could just relax. Like that's that's what I want personally. Like I want to be in a relationship where I can be a woman. Like I yeah. feel like a lot falls on us just as women in relationships where it's like you kind of have to carry the weight mm-hmm. in a lot of a lot of areas, and that's not a good feeling to have. Like I always felt like women we're not choosing to be independent. Like we kind of were just forced into it as black women, but that's a whole nother conversation. Right. So. I really feel like it's not stupid. It's just rare that you can do that. Yeah, I agree. And I won't even just say men. I don't 100% trust anybody. anybody. And But I try to have that mindset where it's like, I'm not going to stress about what I think you may be doing. I'm just going to focus on what you show me. And if something happens, I'll find out. But I'm not going to be looking for shit. I'm not stressing about it. None of that. Yeah. You know, so... I mean, I don't think it's stupid either, but you also can't just always be expecting somebody to do you wrong because then it's going to cause issues yeah. and insecurities and all that stuff. Um, so that's how I feel about that. But um, do you think that um, men always have hoes on standby? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if they necessarily have them on standby. I think they always have options available to them. Mm -hmm. I'll put it like that because for every nigga, there's a female that he probably dealt with that would still deal with him 
whenever he came around. Mm -hmm. But I think the same goes for women. Like, if we wanted to, like, be out here, yeah, we could. I think my whole thing is, like, when they entertain those females. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, you may not want her, you may not be messing with her, but you're entertaining her. Yeah. Because niggas just like to keep females around just enough. Yeah. I, I don't like that. Because if you want me, don't be entertaining no motherfucking body. Yeah. But is it is that the same for women too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends what side of me you ask it. Because on one hand... I'm not going to go there. Yes, keep that same energy, ladies. <laughs> just stop. Um, we're going to just focus it on the men because the men ain't here to defend themselves. But, yeah, I I can't do the whole entertaining. Like, don't, don't have me out here looking crazy. Like, don't. Mm. Don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, that's all women will... Not all women, but that's what a lot of women want. Like, don't have us out here looking stupid. I don't want another woman coming to me telling me something that I didn't know that didn't come from you. Right. Um, But that's kind of just, like, ground level of the shit that you got to do for me in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And for some women, that's the ceiling. Like, just don't have me out here looking stupid if you're going to do it. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. This whole single and trying to navigate dating is crazy um especially when you're 30 <sighs> girl <laughs> at this point it's like at this age it's like you trying to date but you're like nigga i need a husband like <laughs> yo it's too confusing i just don't have time for this all my homeboys they said <laughs> they keep telling me like I try to date, but it's like either they want you to be their husband in two weeks or they just want to be your fuck buddy. And I'm like, I told you, like, I told you it ain't nothing. It's nothing out here for real. Like, it's really hard. It's so hard. And it's not even that I want anybody to be my husband in two weeks. I don't even know if I'm ready to get married. But I know that's the end goal. And so I need to see certain qualities in you to know that you will be husband material. Yeah. I try to think about that now before I even, like, really try to, like, entertain somebody. Like, I just, I don't know. It's different. I feel like I think about a lot more things being 30 and trying to date. And it's like, what does this really look like for me? Is this a good idea? Is this a bad idea? Right. Uh, Maybe I should run. I don't know. It's hard. Girl. So I'm not doing it. Just wait till you're ready. (laughs) Because I'm doing it, and I still be like, you sure? Because, <laughs> um, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. So, <laughs> I've never, have I done? Okay, so what's the craziest excuse you've ever gave a man for not coming home at night? He died. I thought he died. <laughs> If my man don't come home for 24 hours, you, I'm think, I think you died. Either you dead or you in jail. Okay. <laughs> That's it. There ain't no other excuse. There's no other excuse. Yeah. I agree. I've never, um, me personally, I've never not came home. Like, if I was dating somebody where I just didn't, I just was disappeared. I've never dated anybody that just didn't come home. I can't say the same. But. 
<laughs> but I think my mind would initially go to being worried. I'm not going to be like, oh, you out here cheating. Yeah, I'm going to be worried. I mean, all right, let's think about it like this. <laughs> <laughs> Two, three o'clock, roll around, you playing around. Four, five, and I'm like, oh, this nigga cheating. Six, seven, eight, he did. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> oh, my God. I do have this story. There was a guy, this was like years ago. There was a guy I was dating and I don't remember the details, but something happened where I could not get a hold of him and I was worried. So me and my homegirl, she literally was calling the hospitals. I called county. (laughs) It was crazy. (laughs) I really thought something was wrong with him, but. I've done that before. I knew he went out. I drove downtown and I was looking everywhere on the street, <laughs> seeing if he passed out anywhere. I was calling his friends, his friends' parents. But because I get paranoid, like I get on you about that. Because I'll be like, "Let me know you made it home," and you never call. <laughs> now I'm used to it. I know you. Kim said the same thing. She would text me like, "Are you home?" I'd be like, "No." She'd be like, "Did you make it home yet? Did you get home?" I'd be like, "Yes." <laughs> I've been forgetting, y'all. My my brain is fried. I'm sorry. I was dropped on the head as a baby. <laughs> Forgive me. Yeah, I finally figured. I'm like, she home. She just, I'll talk to her tomorrow. Now, if I don't hear from you the next day, <laughs> then I'm going to be calling her around. But, yeah, I've never had nobody give me no crazy excuse. Mm-mm. Nah, nobody has given me a crazy excuse. But in that situation happened with me, he... He was passed out at his friend's house drunk as fuck. They yeah. both were, so I couldn't get a hold of either one of them. Yeah. But I went the fuck off. <laughs> so, switching gears a little bit, um, I don't know if something happened with the boys or not, or if this is something that you just seen. What's the appropriate age to talk to your kids about sex? So. I feel like now, honestly. Okay, so I was asking my Twitter people, and they were like, soon as they start asking they were saying eight nine and i'm like well nigga my son is eight now so this came about because royce who is a grown man in the kid's body (laughs) godly so his dad took him to see this movie called good boys Mm. oh with the kids yeah okay so I picked him up the next day and, you know, we're going school shopping and he's like, mom, have you had your party? And I'm like, what? Your what? Party. <laughs> That's what he called it. I'm like, what is that? He was like, when a girl's Virginia bleeds. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? And he was like, <laughs> well, I went to go see good boys and they were saying that girls put tampons in their virginias virginias <laughs> and he was like and my dad told me like it's when you know they have their party and they bleed and i'm like first of all it's period and vagina and i say you don't need to be worried about that that was number one we need to have a talk with his dad <laughs> please and i said something he's like i mean i ain't gonna lie to him nigga it's not about lying it's just some shit you just need to tell him this don't worry about that right now yeah but Royce is just so curious and he wants to know everything. Like he has a million questions about everything. But that was number one. Yeah. Number two, I find out that he makes an Instagram page. Again, by the way. And, you know, I told him to delete it. So I went to check if he deleted it because he f- requested to follow me. 
So his request was still sitting in in my inbox or whatever. So I go to the page and it's a picture of some girl's ass cheeks on his page. And I'm like, you have lost your mind. I literally was at work about to cry because I'm like, what the fuck? I don't, I text his dad, like, I don't know what type of motherfucking household you're running over there, but this gotta stop because I'm fucking done. First, my son asked me about vaginas and periods, and now he got asses all over his Instagram. I was just fed up. Like, I, I just couldn't take it anymore. And at this point, I'm like, all right, he wants to know what's going on with women. When do I need to have this talk with my son? But I'm not ready. My mind is just blown. Like, I'm not having no kids. Don't. <laughs> don't I'm, I'm telling you don't even mj at four is starting to ask questions about like what girls do with their butts and things like that and i can't i, I can't like i can't it's, god don't cry i'm not ready for this y'all like i can't do i don't know who told me to be a mom but i can't do this shit i can't do it i can't it's hard yeah, I I need to have the talk with um one of my god kids. Girl. Unfortunately. <laughs> um yeah, I'm not having no kids. I I can't. <laughs> I I can't. I feel like I'm able to like handle my god kids, but my own I just don't know what I would do. I I just don't I don't know what I would do. I can't I can't even imagine. So, what did he say about the cheeks? All right. So his story was, okay, so we have this family friend um, that's been around forever, and he has a son, but his son is like 13, and Royce been has been hanging around him forever. Mm-hmm. He claimed that the boy screenshotted that on Royce's phone. Royce was trying to upload a picture that was next to the ass cheeks, but the ass cheeks got uploaded on purpose. I mean, on accident. That's a motherfucking lie. That's a motherfucking lie. Because when you click on the picture, you they they let you put in the caption and the tag, and then you click next, and then you click approve and all that other shit. You lied. You fucking lied. I'm like, take that shit down now and delete that page. He didn't delete the page, but he deleted the picture after a day. <laughs> so... Never mind. Never mind. Like, I mean, first of all, somebody enlighten me because I don't know. What do you say? Like, how do you have this conversation with your kid? Like, well, son, I mean, this is how you have sex. I don't know how. Like, and then, oh, then his dad told him that he took my cherry. So now he wants to know what that is. Oh, God. I just, I just, At this point, I want to run his dad over because I can't. Like, why are you why talking does he to? Think this is okay. Why are you talking to my son about all this? Like, you have you're fucking retarded. I'm. Uh, I can't. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm. I'm laughing because I'm in complete shock that he thinks that this is okay to tell his son. I wish somebody would tell me how to handle the situation because I don't know what to do. Y'all, DM. Dario and help her out because I don't have give me some advice I don't have no advice for this situation (laughs) like I I really just want to cut his dad off at this point because this is sad yeah and it's like he's already exposed to it now so it's like you can't really just like close the door on it and Royce is smart so like he knows how to figure things out and 
Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't have no advice. Y'all, give her some advice. DM her. DM the podcast <laughs> and give her some advice, please, because she's over here stressed out. I'm very stressed. I'm very stressed. I'm very stressed. I mean, I guess you can't. You can't avoid it. I mean, I really don't know how you have the conversation with him being so young, but maybe just try to explain to whatever level he would be able to comprehend and understand, like, it's not a game. Yeah. Because his dad is just, it seems like his dad is just telling him stuff, but he's not giving him, like, the real about it. Yeah. Like, it's not. Like, he's doing it to be fucking funny, like, and that shit's not cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to talk to him, have a real conversation with him. Yeah. He'll understand, but you're not talking to him as a parent. You're talking to him as one of his homeboys. And I don't respect that. Yeah. We can go flip over some tables and chairs. I mean, that's what I want to do. Shit, I flipped out about him getting his motherfucking ears pierced. Damn, I need to stop cussing. I'm sorry, y'all. I sound so terrible. That, like, he just been doing so much bull crap these last couple weeks, and it's just, I'm, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. So, whatever. You know who, you know who you supposed to call in these situations? She got you. She, she'll give you some advice. Hey, Ashley. No, she gonna tell me to be nice and understand. <laughs> well, his dad gotta make decisions, too. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Cause somebody did tell me that, like, I mean, he want to feel like, you know, he can make decisions too. I said, he's like, what makes you feel like you can make all the decisions? Because I earned that right. I mean, I get that, but let's look at the decisions that he's making. Yeah, like, it's not the right one. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but, like, I know better than that. Yeah. To just be like, oh, yeah, a period is when a girl's vagina bleed. Like, I'm not doing that. And I'm not even saying don't talk to him about it, but let's give him a full picture. Like, let's give him a full understanding. If you're going to open the, open the conversation up, mm-hmm. have a full conversation about it. Right. Don't just be like, oh, girls, or take him to go see a movie that's rated R to begin with. And and you don't give him a full picture. And then he's like, what's a Virginia? Yeah. And a period. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Lord. I don't know. I'm not having no kids. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I should have got a dog. Yo, it got cold really fast. It's so cold. Summer this, is about to be over. And you know what? I really was like, I can't wait for summer to be over. Y- listen, y'all don't understand my struggle. <laughs> Do I want to talk about this? Y'all don't understand my struggle, okay? My fucking air went out. I don't know how I survived this summer with no air. I don't know how I did it. But it was by the grace of God. Red lights was probably the worst. And I refused to get it fixed. I'm just not doing it. Because I want a new car. <laughs> Does your heat work? Yes. Okay. My heat work and my heated seats. And it's crazy that I had to turn that on today. And you got leather seats. Girl, when I say thighs Ooh. wet, Ooh. back, every, oh my God. If people want to be like, oh, you want to go somewhere? Fuck, no the fuck I don't. <laughs> don't call me until 9 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So call me till 9 p.m. where you better pick me up cause, or I ain't going nowhere. Mm-mm. Yeah, the struggle has been real, so I wasn't ready for it to cool down. But I also hate the wintertime. And I'm not ready for that. I can do the fall and the spring. I'm ready for the winter. Are Summer's you? Summer's just... 
I like fall and spring. Those are my favorite seasons, but I could do winter Mm, over. Not when I got to get up and go to work every day. I mean, mm. yeah, getting the snow off of your car and things like that is a bit much. But I feel like it's easier to warm up than it is to cool down. I just, I don't like sweating. It's just hot. I don't want to do nothing. Mm, Summer ain't my, it's not my season. Yeah. I don't like it. But speaking of winter time. Cuffing season is approaching. You don't really count. Lynn's not here. <laughs> so I'm going to ask our listeners. So y'all have to comment on our fa- or on our Facebook group or our Instagram or Twitter. And let us know. It, any of your old boos trying to come back because it's cuffing season? Have y'all been getting them text messages like, hey, big Duh, kid. You already know. How you doing? <laughs> Where you been? So I asked a question today on Twitter like, um... Why do men pop about the blue with all these feelings and now they ready to settle down and be serious and blah, they blah. And somebody was like, I mean, it's getting cold outside. It's cuffing season. I said, you <laughs> goddamn right. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> you think you're slick. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I just want niggas to get it right the first time. Like, why Why do y'all have to put a woman through hell? And then when you got her, you don't know how to handle her. And then when she done, now you ready? Why? We was talking to Kanata before we started recording. And I was like, I don't even think I give off the energy. Like, once it's done, you can come back and try Again. I used to be like that because I don't really know how to 100% cut people off. Or, like, I'm one of those people where, like, once I detach, we could be cool. Yeah. But niggas can't be like that. Because I typically used, usually mess with, like, emotional or, like, crazy niggas <laughs> that I don't want to let go. And so, like, you know, I'll be cool. I'll say, what's up? We can taste. We can talk. But they can't handle that. So, it's like, I had to learn to be, like, once it's done, it's done. Ain't no doubling back. Ain't no what's up, stranger. How you been? None of that shit. So, oh, like, when place. when I started dating and niggas was hitting my DM, what's up? But I got a man. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I got a man. It's over. It's over for you, niggas. <laughs> no Like, and my DM was quiet for a while. But now, here they come one of my better qualities <laughs> i think i really go off the energy like leave me the fuck alone i'm cool i think i give off that energy but niggas really <clears throat> don't have no respect for my space like none i don't know i don't know so speaking of crazy men <laughs> <laughs> who gives off the best energy crazy men or nice guys crazy niggas <laughs> uh. what's the energy we talking about though all right so <laughs> Uh, okay so you know like okay even though niggas be crazy and toxic and shit they really don't play about you like you better not look at me wrong or that nigga gonna slap your side of my fucking head like i need that (laughs) i need that like i need my man to not play about me you know what i'm saying like i need that energy and i don't want it to be no toxic shit it could be healthy but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like I just need that and nice guys ain't doing that you know what I'm saying like <laughs> oh this is bad now people gonna know it's me tweeting as fuck yeah I, I don't know crazy men just <laughs> <laughs> I mean you right <laughs> come on at me <laughs> 
right. I can't, I can't really say you wrong, but please cut that out. <laughs> I mean, I just you get what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how to explain it without it sounding crazy. <laughs> But do you get what I'm saying? I get what you. I do get what you're saying. I don't. I don't have an argument. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I just want my man to like. I don't want nobody. If they look at me crazy, bump into me. Hey, shorty, where your man? I want him to pull up. Like. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if. Do nice guys do that? No. <laughs> and like, oh, it's good. It's good, bro. Like, no, it ain't good. <laughs> I think it's like, no, it's not okay. <laughs> because if that happens, I'm popping off. And I want my nigga to pop off with me. Like, because okay. if you don't, now I got to fight you. I give you that. Yeah, like, what's that mean? I need my man to be a shooter? <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, you could be nice, but have some balance to you. Like, <laughs> Everything can be all calm and rainbows, bro. Like, I don't know. No, I'm I give done. you that. I sound crazy. I give you that. I just, we're going to talk about the backstory because this is coming from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I got questions. It is coming from somewhere. I, I know. But we'll talk about it after. I told y'all I need my man to be obsessed with me, but in a healthy way. You ain't got to just be batshit crazy, but like... Come on. You know, be a little rough. To people, not me. Let's <laughs> say, all right, when he go upside your head. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. All Woo. right. So <clears throat> my very last question regarding this whole relationship dating thing. Would you drive an hour plus to go see someone that you're dating? I have before. I would. If it's fresh, maybe not. But like if I'm feeling a kid, <laughs> I'm gonna pull up. I um, actually did it when it was fresh. Really? Mm-hmm. He didn't live here. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't know. But once you I mean, after you kinda get comfortable, you'd be like, I ain't trying to make that drive no more. Right. I think it's the opposite for me. Yeah. That's why I really don't I wouldn't date nobody who didn't. I'll take that back. Um They can't live too far. Yeah. And we need to have a plan. Yeah. Like if we get serious, I need to know what the plan is. Um Yeah, I mean I don't know if I would do it now. Maybe. I guess it just depends. Definitely not outside the state. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It could be a little getaway, I guess. I don't know. I wouldn't be against it. Yeah. I guess it just depends on how much I like you. Yeah. But then also it's like, if I like you, like you, and then you're not here all the time, like, I'm trying yeah, to do all it that. Gets, it gets tricky. I ain't trying to do all that. It gets tricky. I used to be in that space where it's like, I don't need to see my nigga all the time. But that's because I ain't really like nobody. Yeah. Like, 
you know, we went from I only want a man I want to see me three times a week to nigga I need to see you every day. Type shit. Mm. Do I want to see somebody every? I don't want to see nobody. Every yes, day. you do. I do. But I don't know who. But you ain't found that person yet. Okay, I'll give you that. I'm telling you, every day. Every day. Even if you don't see him every day, you missing him. Like damn. Okay. I miss you. I give you miss. But not like, oh, it's a requirement. I got to see you seven days a week. Not no. that. But it's just like, I want to. Yeah. Because I miss your presence. But I'm one of those people where it's like, we don't even really got to do nothing. Like, sometimes I just want to be in your company. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you could be. Yeah, I'm like that too. But I also had to like, I've noticed that because I'm so chill and laid back, mm-hmm. niggas be like, oh, she don't even care about dates. So I ain't got to take her on a date. So I had to apply some pressure. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, you won't take me out. That's a real thing. Yeah. That is a real thing. I had somebody tell me before, like, you don't even like dates. I mean, I don't, but, like, nigga, I don't want to just chill at the house all the, all time. the time. No, take me out somewhere. Yeah, that's a real thing. Niggas get too comfortable. I get too comfortable when niggas getting too comfortable. Mm-hmm. Because I'm down to kick it at your house right, every I'll time. Right, movie in. Get some food. Yep. Chill out the crib, but then niggas don't want to do nothing extra. You on to something. I'm going to put that on my list. Yeah. Yeah, date nights are important. So important. Date nights are important. And I got it because I'll look at it like, okay, we could do a date night in the house because I don't mm-hmm. like to be out. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't I don't like to get dressed up. I don't want to do none of that. I want to be comfortable. Same. And as soon as I eat, I just want to lay down. <laughs> you know? So... You got a good point. But yeah. Guys, I need y'all to let us know. Is that how y'all see it? Like, if your girl is kind of, like, chill in a homebody, do you feel like she don't like to go on dates so it's not necessary for you to do that? Let us know. Damn, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe take a look at myself. Mm. All right, so that's all I got for the relationship stuff. But I really wanted to talk about this um, podcast awards. Um First of all, again, I want to thank everybody that came out. Thank you to Darielle for all of the support that she gave along the way. Thank you to everyone who supported and asked how it went and all of that. Um, My concern is, is that in this whole process, I and Jerome created this whole Columbus Podcast Awards. And we've been working on this for about a year. And in the process... I realize there's quite a few podcasts in the city, um, very diverse podcasts. Everything you can think of actually probably has a podcast in the city of Columbus. And at the award show, I noticed that a lot of our sister podcasts and brother podcasts, such as what we talking about and um just the black podcast. I'm gonna just be 100 percent honest. Not even to not even to pinpoint what we're talking about, but they are a very popular podcast in the city. Um, they didn't come out, and they were nominated. They were invited. They were getting updates. My question is, and like I said, this is not to single them out. So I apologize if y'all feel like that's what I'm doing because I'm not. But my my real question behind this is is why don't black people come together and support one another's ideas? It's almost like you got to see the shit to believe it. If that makes sense. Um, It was a lot, like a lot of white people showed up, came out, had a good time, was very happy that we put it together. And it's like, we all have such a big presence in our little pockets, in our, in our, 
areas of influence. And it's like, why don't we come out and support? That was my question. But then it's like, we all wanted to win. I didn't really care about take control winning because we created it. Well, I, I was a part of the creation, but it's like, What's so hard about supporting one another? Like, I, I noticed it with just, like, you know, smaller companies. People have clothing companies. Like, we never really want to support each other, but we'll get behind bigger brands or mm-hmm. white people or whatever the case may be and <clears throat> support them. Like, I feel like it's important to start somewhere, even if you don't know how it's going to be, if you're not going to feel it, just go. Like, right. That's how something is created because you go, you network, you see what what can be changed, what can be different differently next time. Yeah. And so that's why, I mean, I didn't stay the whole time, but I went to go to feel the vibe, see how it was, and just be able to have my feedback for next time. Right. And that was my thing. Like, it's the first year. We plan to continue it, make it bigger each year. Mm-hmm. Come out and give us the feedback. Get to know the other people that's in the city that's doing the podcast. Like, there were people there who've been in radio for years upon years and have the connections, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because we can only get so far doing our own thing for so long. Like, you have to connect with people, and I think that's what I feel so strongly about is just building connection with people and business relationships with people because we all have a vision on where we want to take our podcast, but at some point we all have to work together. Everything can't just be all black people, you know what I'm saying? Like, And then on top of that, I did see people saying, like, what about what we talking about? Okay, but did y'all go vote? Yeah, and that was my... And that's exactly... So let me me fix that. That's exactly why they initially came to mind because somebody commented on the list of winners for the awards and was like, I don't even see what we talking about. And it's like the the winners were determined by the listeners. And all of that information was presented to the podcast via email. Like you have to promote the show. You have to tell your listeners where to go, mm-hmm. how to vote. It was all listener based. It wasn't anybody sitting at a table or a boardroom making these decisions. It was all listener based. Right. So if you didn't promote it and you didn't tell your listeners where to go vote, you wouldn't have won, you know? And it was like, for me, it's like we can't come together. Like we we can't we just won't come together and support our own. We try to do things on our own. We don't want to include other people and really like you have to build that bridge. So it was just really interesting to see. I'm still with the new ideas in place. Like I still want to reach out to all of the people that we reached out to and all of the new podcasts that have came out. Like mm-hmm. that's why we're single and I want to get them all involved next year because what I would like to turn it into is like a whole day thing and make it like a festival I really want to take it somewhere but it's just like how do we get our people to come out and support like if it's not a name that they know it's Mm -hmm. like I ain't worried about that shit and if you go and you tell your people about it they'll come too exactly so I don't know that's just my little complaint is just I wish we would find a way to come together and take all of our ideas and just build from there and come up with something that's really dope. Because like I said, in this whole process, I learned that there's so many podcasts in the city and you never would have known just staying in our small group of people in our demographic. It's so many people out there. So hopefully next year we all can come together. Like I want to have performances. I want to do a lot. So hopefully again, we all come together. We make it work and create something that is memorable and good for our community. I don't have any other rants. <laughs> that was my only one. Um, 
I don't either, but I have a few reminders. Um, for starters, make sure you follow um, Tribute614 on Instagram to keep up to date with all the events we have going on. Um, this is Durrell's little baby, um, but we are on board and helping like with promo ideas and a part of his team. So I think it's only right for us to start um, consistently promoting that. So again, that's Tribute614. Um, so we'll keep you updated on new things that we have, um, in the upcoming months. Um, next this Friday, take control podcast will be hosting, um, the all white anniversary party at Excel lounge. The food is really great. The vibe is dope. So make sure you come out. Um, again, that is this Friday and I have an official date for my co-parenting event. I would like to shout out Ashley and Karima for helping me with this um, because I'm only one person and I literally have a half a brain and I can't (laughs) do too much thinking on my own. So um, shout out to them for helping me and wanting to be a part of it. Um, It's going to be October 27th um, from 4 to 6 p.m. at the Art of Republic I'll drop the flyer as soon as it's ready and tickets will be available on Eventbrite probably next month. Can I just say I'm so excited for you. Thank you. And I'm so proud of you. I'm excited too. And I don't want people to think that I'm doing this because I have it all together because I'm still learning. I'm not coming as, oh, I know how to co-parent. I'm learning too. I want to do this so I can learn. So I'm going to have a panel and a therapist and we're all just going to come together and figure it out together. Yeah. I'm excited for you because you've been talking about this for a while. So to see you really like get the ball rolling, Mm -hmm. you got your date and all that. Like I'm so excited. I know. I never always have ideas, but I never really execute the plan. That's what I'm saying. It's so many, like so many ideas and I'm learning that, it's really important to have a team. Like, you mm-hmm. have to have a team because I'm only one person. I can't think of everything. You can't think of everything. Everybody else can't think of everything. Like, it's right. really about coming together and just building those relationships where mm-hmm. you have people to lean on. I think I had to overcome, like, my fear of asking people for help. Or, you know, I mean, even if somebody says no, you never know until you ask. Right. So that was my thing. Like, me and Karima aren't friends, but, like, I know her. And so I'm like, let me ask her. She might be interested. She's an event planner. Right. You know, and then when you recommended Ashley, I'm like, yeah. As soon as I hit Ashley up, I came up with a title like that. I took what she had and what me and Karima thought of, and we brought it together. So, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm really excited. So hopefully you guys come out. Yes, guys. Support Dario. And you know I'm always there to help with whatever you do. That is all that we have for you guys this week. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to try to see you next week. <laughs> yeah, you know how that goes. Yeah, we've been a little... We've been busy. So, we've been so busy. So busy. But yes, we are going to do our best to try to stay consistent. You may not get the show on Wednesday. You may get it on a Monday or a Thursday or a Sunday. We don't know. But <laughs> we're going to try our best to keep it consistent so we will see you guys next time all right bye